What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We have an NFL preview for episode 201 for you guys today. We had a beloved, beloved guest back on and Will Smith. We broke down the AFC, NFC, top to bottom, every division. We gave our playoffs, eventual Super Bowl champs, each division champs, of course, some individual awards, and obviously we busted each other's balls, which is always a lot of fun. So thank you, Will, for coming back on. You are the man. Sean and I definitely appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports, on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. When I fix a website, check it out. I will fix it someday. SorrySports.com and enjoy the pot. everybody and welcome in to part one of the 2021 NFL preview. Tom, we're back for episode 201 and we got Will back to join us for this pod. What's going on, boys? Hey, fellas, what's going on? Willie boy, how are you? Sorry for uh, everybody if there's any audio or me uh, guzzling down water. I only have a jug. I am in a hotel room, so just a little, just a little, you know, let everybody know. Just a little warning. Hey for uh, sorry by uh, sorry by sports. Sorry by sports, bro. Sorry sports. I, I don't know what Get that right. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sean, sorry. Sean actually paid out of his own pocket. What a nice guy. That's right. I, I've, I've been mowed him. I, I want to make sure he's okay in Long Island. <laughs> yeah, it's week three, so I'm hoping this is the last one. All right, you boys ready? The season's already here. Yes, sir. It's freaking awesome, man. We're what is it? Two weeks from tomorrow night. Will's Cowboys lead off against the Buccaneers. Let's freaking go. Yeah, we start all in one. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can't have that attitude. I mean, where's the Cowboys fan that I know that thinks you're going to the Super Bowl every year? I'll think that after week one. I was going to say we should start off this pod with an apology, but after Gary Sanchez's last two games, I am not going to mention it. <laughs> There's no reason to. And we'll <laughs> stick to football on this one. All right. So, Sean, um, we're going to do a part one and a part two. We may just run it all the way through. Um, everybody, you can pause it, turn it off whenever you want. I think we should just run it all the way through. Um, let's lead off as we always do with the AFC, getting my Jets out of the way, and we'll start with the AFC East. Um, anybody want to lead off? Let's let the guests lead off, Will. Thanks for coming on. It's been a while. Hope all is well. All is good. Can't complain. Um, we just Are we talking about them, or are we just going through one through four kind of thing? One through four, and then you know I got some bullet points here. We'll go. We'll have a little. We'll have a little chat about them. Say whatever you want to say. Uh, we're going okay, four through like one that. though. Four through one. Four through one. Four through one. Uh, Tom said, "Say uh, fourth. I have uh, your New York Jets with your new baby Zach Wilson." That's uh, my sweet told prince. You, uh, Sam Darnold's still my baby boy. <laughs> okay, your sweet prince Zach Wilson. Uh, I told you earlier. I got It's like a trust the process thing. I got to see it to believe it, not preseason wise. Uh, so I got the Jets at four. And I have the Dolphins at three, the Pats at two, and the Bills just running away with this division. Um, I just don't think the Dolphins are going to be that good this year. Uh, Tua looks bad in preseason. And I don't know who their backup is. I think it's Sean. If I'm that's right, correct. <laughs> and I, I think the, Pat, awesome. the Pats will the <laughs> the Pats will be better with everybody that's coming back. And then Josh Allen is Josh Allen. And I think he will be going off this year. 
Yeah, well, uh, you got me there. You have me in lockstep. I have the Jets four, same thing. Jets four, Dolphins three, Pats two, Bills one. I have the Jets going. I even did records this year, boys. I'm fucking dialed. Uh, <laughs> I have the Jets going five and twelve. Dolphins going seven and ten. Pats going ten and seven, and the Bills going twelve and five. For those who are trying to do math on the podcast, cough, cough. Our secretary. Um, it's seventeen game <laughs> season this year. The secretary should know that. I'm actually going to follow you guys just to make this easy. Uh, I got the same order. I don't see any reason to deviate. Um, I got the Bills winning 13 games. I got the Pats winning 11. I got the Dolphins winning 9. I got the Jets winning 4. Hmm. Well, listen, I mean, like Will said, there's not much to say about the Jets. It, I, all I wrote for my notes with the Jets is it's year one, baby. Like, let, let's see some positive vibes here. Let's see the rookie go out there and have a decent season. Let's see Sala coach these guys up. Not to mention we've lost a lot of guys on the defensive end of the football, including a big signing in Carl Lawson. So we're going to be missing on that. I will say, just because I am a Jets fan, I'm happy that they're at least giving him some some tools to work with, uh, as opposed to the the way they did my baby boy Sam Darnold dirty. Oh, 100 percent. You know, you got the full left side of the line hanging out for him. Two young guys. Specton will probably be the best left tackle in football in probably two three years, maybe. As long as he shows and, up in shape. And also, if you're a Jets fan and you're in games in the second half with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach, you should feel good about yourself. Couldn't agree it's more. Funny, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually don't think Zach Wilson's going to be one of the major concerns coming out of this season. I think Zach Wilson's actually going to acquit himself for pretty well. Um, Rich Samini, who covers the Jets uh, for ESPN New York, said that he, everybody around the league is talking about how quick his release has been early in this camp and, and in the preseason, and it's been pretty impressive, which is something your former baby boy did not have. I think he's actually going to play pretty well with those weapons around him. It's going to be the defense and the lack of a secondary. That's probably just going to be, you know, a gaping hole there for the for the Jets, giving up a lot of points. But I think that you're actually going to be able to take, as long as he stays healthy, you're going to be able to take one positive out of this year, which is Zach Wilson. Same page there. Moving on to the Dolphins, just to talk about them real quick. They do have a really good defense. They 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 added to their skill positions to give Tua something to work with. Parker's coming back. They got Waddle, and they obviously added um, what's his face from the Texans, Will Fuller, um, who is suspended and is a walking injury waiting to happen. They're a well-coached team, but I think Will said it already. It comes down to Tua, and to be honest, I'm, I'm really just not that confident. For me, Tua's got to show me something before I can really believe in the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, I couldn't agree with that more. The one guy you left out was Mike Kosicki, who was huge for them last True. year in the second half. Um, also, the the thing about the Dolphins is they don't have a running game. You, you look at you look at your best running back as Miles Gaskin. I mean, good you know, fantasy he option your, though. He's yeah, going to get the fantasy rock option, but you know he needs to get twenty carries a game. Are you really getting the ball to Miles Gaskin twenty times a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I I absolutely agree with you. I think that's why we all got him in third place. Um, Sean, anything to add there? Yeah, I, I'm going to say this, and obviously I'm a I'm a big time stockholder in, in Tua, so oh, I'm going to say a little bit. He went to Bama. I, he went to Bama. Yeah, obviously. I, I will say one thing here, though, that I have my questions about him too, and I think the biggest question Try is more his durability. Is yeah, you know, I'm obviously breaking up. It's, it's terrifying. Um, it's going to be his durability. I think the skill sets there. Let's remember last year he was in 
he was coming back still from that really bad hip injury that he suffered at Alabama, and that's not something that you just come back from in a year. Had was a rookie quarterback in a COVID year with a wonky offseason, and then obviously Fitzpatrick was playing well, so there was kind of that weird situation going on. Plus, Chan Gailey was the offensive coordinator down there who was literally a Fitzpatrick guy. Um, so he's going to have his own offense this year. I, I do worry about the durability, but I think that he might, if he's able to stay healthy, I think he's going to be a little bit better than people are thinking about right now. Listen. There you go. I, I just don't see it, but hey, listen, I, I, I think it's more of a what have you done for me lately kind of thing because he, he was up there. You know, Tank for Tua was a thing for a while, so he was a top prospect coming out of the draft before he destroyed his hip, so we'll have to see that. New England Patriots, I, I only wrote down a few things. I said if Cam is good, great. If not, it's Mac Jones time. You know, between McDaniels and Belichick, they're going to put him in the position to win. They got themselves a lot of free agents, and I think, honestly, the Sony Michelle trade, it obviously has more of a fantasy impact than it does um, a football team impact, but I think it's a huge addition by subtraction because another Alabama guy, Damian Harris, is a much better running back than him, and now there's not going to be anybody clogging up the backfield. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with you, Tom. The one thing you didn't mention is all the guys that you know opted out for COVID are now back yep, on that defensive that side as well. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I think... If Cam doesn't play well, Mac Jones is, you know, the better Jones, unlike Daniel. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, you know, I think the Pats will somewhat fight with the Bills for first place in the AFCs, but the Bills just have a better team all around. So, uh, I, I mean, we will see, but it all depends on what you said, like what Cam Newton does. If Cam Newton is Cam Newton, um, I think they have a good shot to challenge the Bills for the division. Yeah, Cam, Cam Newton might not be Cam Newton at all. He's he's now uh, out with he's COVID. He's not. I mean, yeah, that that's true. And then, uh, you know, I've seen Will Smith throw a football. And honestly, Sean, if you could picture Cam last year, that was kind of Will Smith throwing a football. <laughs> <laughs> then, you're, then you're then you're saying I won an MVP at some point. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I said no, no, Cam last, last year. year, just yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. Oh, I thought you meant Cam Newton in general. Okay, gotcha. No. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. But um, that's okay. It, it's, <laughs> I will. I will also tell you this too. I mean, Cam with the, having COVID last year, I do think now we're at a point retrospectively where we can look back on players across sports last year that did come down with COVID. That hey, that kind of took a lot out of him, right? The fact that he's not vaccinated, the fact that he catches it again, he mm. did the one thing that Belichick hates, which is undisciplined. He caught this. They're covering up for him. I know Belichick really wants to play him. He's loved in that locker room. He was actually playing really well in practice and in the preseason. But it, it, losing a t- losing five to seven days at this point of the year, I mean, Mac Jones, they're scrimmaging with the Giants this week. He's getting all the first-team reps, and he's looked good on his own already. I think this might be the, the death nail on Cam Newton's New England career, unless Mac Jones goes out there and just completely sucks, which I don't think he will. And that defense is absolutely top-five-level top defense. Yeah. I think the Buffalo Bills are just better. I mean, I think Sanders is an upgrade from John Brown as a third wide receiver with Will's boy, with Will's boy Cole Beasley being kind of a possession guy. And then they beefed up their offensive line a little bit in Buffalo, and I think Diggs and Allen another year together with the year that they had last year are going to be even better. You don't really have to say much about that team. They're going to be one of the best in the league. 
The only thing that scares me, though, with the Bills is they also don't have a running game. You're really going to trust David Singletary or, I don't know, is Zach Moss ever not injured? So that's the only thing that scares me with the Bills. They have a great defense, and obviously they play in Buffalo. So, I agree know, with you, but then again, no, like November. Josh Allen kind of is their running game, you know? Yeah, that is very true. He also needs to learn how to not take a hit. Yeah, he's a big boy, though. He is a big boy. And that's not gonna. And I agree with you, but that's not gonna affect him this year. That's gonna affect him, you know. Like look at Cam. That's not gonna affect. That didn't affect Cam in his MVP season. It affected him down the line, where he was throwing wide receivers ten yards short because he can't move his shoulder anymore. Very true. All right, boys. Also drafted Greg Rousseau real fast, um, and he's a he's a pass rusher with elite talent. That kind of slipped just because of where he was in the draft. But they're kind of taking a page out of the Kansas City playbook to or out of the uh, Tampa Bay playbook rather to go after Kansas City they're they're stacked on that defensive line and I think they're going to co- completely cause havoc uh, for every team this year I think they're going to win a lot of games kind of effortlessly all right you boys ready to move on to the NFC excuse me the AFC North yes sir all right well you're our guest we'll let you go again give us your four through one Okay, so my four is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I have them because we don't know what Joe, Joe Burrow is like after the ACL. At three, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though Skinny Ben is back. Then I have the Cleveland Browns. I think Baker's going to have a huge year this year. And number one, the Ravens. All right, for me, uh, we are in lockstep for our first two. I have the Browns. Sean knows this. this is my team. The Browns winning the division, and I have the Ravens finishing second. Well, didn't you just say you had Baltimore one? Yeah, I had Baltimore one. Yes, I just said I flip-flopped them. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yep. Maybe you should listen. Yeah, I've got maybe. Um, I got Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore. I also thought you said you're in lockstep with them. I said we're in lockstep for the first two. Sean, let's just listen to the pod sometimes, okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, the first two, again, like I I like the Jamar Chase signing or the Jamar Chase draft for Cincinnati, but I really would have gone offensive line there. You can't really throw the ball when you got a defensive lineman running at you at full speed, breathing down your neck the whole game for Burrow. And Will, like Will said, it, it's interesting to see how he comes back from that ACL injury. That might be a year-and-a-half injury as opposed to a year injury. Pittsburgh, Ben is skinny, but is that a problem? I mean, we're all Yankees fans here. When CeCe got skinny, that was an issue. Yeah, that's what? very true. That's very true. So, I don't know. And listen, I have the Steelers. I have the, the Bengals going 6-11. and 11. I have the Steelers going 8-9. and nine. And I'm going to give you a prediction here. It might be a wild one. I think Ben is going to retire before the season's over. Ooh, a little hot take action. Yeah. What do you guys think? So you're going to you're going to leave it to Mason Rudolph? Like if the if the Steelers Well, then I might have to adjust my record if that's my prediction. Then they're probably I mean depending on when he retires, they might go 5 and and 12. I mean, if they start off the season like 1 and 4, 1 and 5, maybe I can see it, but if they're like 500. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is retiring. Yeah, I, I guess I guess you're right. Najee Harris is going to be a monster, though. Another big time fantasy guy. He's the already getting Naj- a million carries, and it's the preseason. Tom, where do you Harris is going to be a beast. Najee Harris went to. Uh, I'm pretty sure he went to Alabama. Did Sean go to uh, Alabama? That's right. <laughs> it's Sean, Sean's ex roommate. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were close. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger, to me, he's been done for three, four years. 
Yeah, I, I would say that. I, watching last year, the way they finished the season was absolutely atrocious, and he was a main culprit as to why. I think the defense is going to be solid. You've got Devin Bush. You've got Mika Fitzpatrick. Just signed Ingram but, from, the, from the Chargers as well. You've got Ingram, but I just I look at him. I'm just like, A, can he hold up for another season? B, he just hasn't been good for a long time. That team's really propped him up allowing him to not look as terrible as as he has been. Yes, uh, let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens, because if we talk about Ben Roethlisberger for another three seconds, Eli Manning's going to come out of Sean's mouth, and I just can't do that. I didn't say it. You shut up. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I've made my point well before. There's no need to do it again. You know my feelings. Eli Manning's going to be buried and dead, and Sean's going to be like, can you believe the way they talk about Ben and Phil Rivers, and they don't talk about Eli like that? I can tell you that I've already said my piece. Yep. Um, yeah, listen. And you brought I, him up, so well done. I have the Ravens. Have I have the Ravens going nine and eight this year. Um, I, I just don't. You know, I think when they get behind and whatnot, I, I just don't see them being able to come back. I don't trust their wide receivers at all. Uh, Hollywood Brown is hurt again. I know they drafted a guy um, in the what top three rounds this past year. He's supposed to be uh, their meal ticket, but. Aside from Andrews, I don't really like what I see. Uh, J.K. Dobbins could be a good running back, but again, if you're behind, what's the running back really going to be able to do when you got to air it out? I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I have them making the playoffs, but I think the Brownies are really going to surprise this year. I know I've been saying that for about three years, but this is the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with you, and I had the Browns in lockstep with the Ravens. Um, I think the Ravens should re-sign Des Bryant, you know, the best Cowboy receiver of all time, but... You know, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't oh, help geez. because it, it, you know <laughs> what you said before. When they're down with Lamar Jackson, obviously not a pocket quarterback, but it, I feel like if the Ravens are up ten points at some certain, then they can take the air out of the ball, yeah, run the ball, and you know the game's over. You know, John Harbaugh knows how to win. Um, so, but the Browns are up there. You know, you got Baker Mayfield, Odell coming back from the ACL. By far, the Browns are the most talented team in this division. Oh, a hundred percent. You have Chubb. You have Land- is Landry still there? I don't Landry's know. Landry's still there. You got. Every- they're basically Boston rolling Hooper. it back. They're basically Boston rolling Hooper, it back. Yeah. And I think OBJ is going to honestly. OBJ is going to have a big year. I'm saying it on wax. And, and I think. And the thing that had me. And I have them going 11 and six, boys. Again, I did the records this year. No big deal. I kind of went a little yeah, overboard. Yeah, the second time you said it, we're good. Um, you know, CEO well, has to say. Thank it. you. Oh, I said it. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you for saying it for me. I think Kevin Stefanski is a perfect marriage for Baker Mayfield. He's he's not going to have him play outside of himself. They're, the running game there is going to be electric between Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think this team is just built to win this year. Well, we saw that last year. He had a really good year last year with Stefanski. And to be honest, we also have – they and have they want a game. Jones. They've got Higgins. If he didn't have that misstep there, they might have beaten Kansas City in that game when Mahomes got hurt. I mean, this team absolutely embarrassed Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in the first round of the playoffs. They're really, really good. Uh, I think that that surprise isn't really there. I think it might be a little bit of a surprise if they win the division outright, but – I think most people expect them to be in the playoff picture this year. Absolutely. Uh, anybody else got anything to say interesting about the AFC North? Nope. All right, Will, we're going to go ahead and move on to the AFC South, four through one. I'm, ex- I'm excited for this fourth team. I think we all know what it is. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to put them there, but I actually put the Texans as fourth. <laughs> um, I, don't, I really don't know. If it's it sounds like you really had an anguish over that, man. 
Uh, they'll, they'll probably be tied, but I think the Jaguars will have like a better league against the league percentage and move them up. So I have the Texans at four, the Jags at three, the Colts, the Titans at one. Yep, same here. Same. Um, all right, we don't really have to talk much about the Texans. I, I got them going two and fifteen. Does anybody know anything about Deshaun Watson? Will you got any inside information, Sean? Anybody want to add anything there? No, I would. Uh, from what I've heard, is he's going to play. So, I mean, but who is he throwing to, and who is he handing the ball off to? He's playing. I don't think that, there's a chance in hell he's playing. I mean, that's what I heard last time when I watched NFL Network. You know, well, well, I'm going to cut you off there. You don't have to say you watch NFL Network. You can say that's what my source said. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just a guest. I'm not a normal. I would have said it was my source. <laughs> I had the same sources you guys had. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I got him at 2-15. and 15. Um, That might be a little harsh. Maybe Deshaun can win him three games on their own. But, again, I, I'm, I was Sean. I don't think he plays. Will's got his source, though. It's a pretty reliable one. Um, his name is Frenchie. His name is Frenchie. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. He, maybe he does play still again. I mean, first of all, the head coaching hire was a debacle. That whole franchise is a fucking joke, and I love it because any team that's going to make the Jets look competent is is good for me. You know, you said 2-15 and 15 as being a little harsh. I actually think that might be a little generous. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play, they might not win a single game. I mean, are they really any better than Jacksonville last year or what the Jets were last year? I don't think so. I really don't think Deshaun's playing, no. man. I don't know how the NFL yeah, if he doesn't, or, if or he the doesn't Texans play, him to play. They'll struggle to win one game. Yeah, maybe the Jaguars at home. Maybe. Listen, I am higher on the Jaguars than you boys. I have them at seven and ten. Um, maybe that's just because they're going to beat up on the Texans the two games that they play them. But um, I, my first thing I wrote was, "Can Urban do it without the college infrastructure?" Uh, a few coaches have been able to do it. Uh, Will uh, I know? What's his face? Jimmy Johnson. He was able to do it. There's a few others that weren't. Um, Sean, I think you know your pussy ass bitch coach, Nick Saban. Um, we're gonna see if he can if he can translate into the NFL. Um, they lost ETN probably for the year, but I, listen, I hear Trevor. From my sources, Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. I think they're gonna be able to to steal a few wins. And you also have James Robinson still. So yeah, absolutely. So- Still got a stout, steal, stout running game. Yeah, I think they'll steal some wins. I, I don't think that they're going to be anything more than maybe four or five of them, but Trevor Lawrence is going to play pretty well, obviously, in moments. He's going to be elite, but that offensive line scares the shit out of me. We saw it with Joe Burrow last year. Can you keep the number one overall pick upright? And yeah. the Bengals couldn't. I really question that the Jaguars can. Let's talk about the Colts because this is this is an interesting team. I have them going eight and nine. How do we feel about Wentz? I know he's back with um, who was his offensive coordinator in Philly? Frank Reich. Frank Reich. I was going to say his name, but I didn't want to be wrong, so I asked you. I was actually <laughs> going to be right. Um, That's great hosting right there. Thank you. Um, how do we feel about the team? I know their offensive line is solid. Skill position players, so-so. But how do you guys think he's going to perform, and what are your guys' record predictions? Um, go ahead, Sean. You take this one first. Okay, um, Wentz to me is, I think he's probably the most, I think he's the biggest question mark of any quarterback that's accomplished as much as he has, because um, when he's bad, he's horrific, and you wonder how he can play at all. 
And then when he's good, he makes a couple plays a game where he probably, I mean, it was two years ago, right, that he willed um, Philly to the division title. And last year, he just fell completely on his face. We'll see if he's healthy enough. He's not, you know, he's coming back from this foot injury. I don't know. Um, to me, Carson Wentz could do, they're either going to be really good or really bad. I don't think there's that much of an in-between with him. I wish I had a better answer, but I just don't. Will, I don't know how you feel on that. I've seen Carson Wentz for a long time, and he has, I would say, arguably one of the best offensive lines in football, and he has more offensive weapons than he did in Philly. I mean, what was he talking to? Alshon Jeffrey, eight years after he came out, after two injuries? I mean, that was your number one. Yeah, I mean, Nelson Aguilar. Hope. Yeah, you know, I mean, Brick Haynes. Show Alshon Jeffrey a little respect. He said he was going to win a Super Bowl. He didn't know it was going to be in Philly, and then he did. Yeah, I agree with that. Plus, you have Jonathan Taylor, you have Naeem Hines. They, you know, they use their running backs very well in the passing game. And then you have T.Y. Hilton, if he can stay healthy, is still very good. And then Michael Pittman, who I think is going to be a stud in this league. And, then, you know, you, you have your tight ends, Jack Doyle and Mo Alley-Cox, Wichita State right there. Um, but, I, I, you know, I think they're going to be pretty good. And it depends on what Carson Wentz does. But also, I think Jacoby Brissett can run that offense as well. That's why they're going to finish second in that division. Yeah, I think this just the two bottom teams in this division suck a little bit more than the Colts. Um, give me records, boys. What do you, what do you, I had them at eight and nine. What do you guys think? I said nine and eight. Okay. So, so basically, yeah. right? Or, I mean, if it could be a five hundred, it would be five hundred, but it can't be this year. You could convince me eight and nine or nine and eight. Yeah. Really, I don't think there's any that much more. Uh, like, I think the record. Titans just run away with this division. Like, you know. Sean, I give me a record. They're... Nice politician answer, but give me a record. <laughs> I'll say they'll finish one game over. Nine okay. And nine and eight. I got the Titans going ten and seven. Um, they're basically rolling it back, but adding Julio. Uh, they lose Janu Smith, but I'm sure they'll find somebody to replace him at tight end. Um, Ferkser. Ferkser, yes. And, you know, like Tannehill just does not get enough credit. In fantasy and in real life, fantasy, he was probably a top five quarterback last year. I love Tannehill. And not to mention, obviously, they have Derrick Henry and they have a bed not break defense. Exactly. They're gonna have. They're another team that just takes the air out of the ball, takes eight minute drives to score a touchdown, and as hard as an offense, if you don't score, you know you're gonna lose. Yeah, but the I, thing is yeah. with their offense, you know, it, if they're having trouble with the running game, they have enough passing weapons to to turn that shit around. Yeah, I had Tannehill in fantasy last year. The amount of times that he was like four for four for eighty one yards and a touchdown by halftime because Derrick Henry was just taking over. Yep. Sean? Yeah, to me, to me, I just want to see if they really do take a little bit of the pressure off of Derrick Henry this year and let Tannehill kind of let it rip a little bit more with Julio in there, plus A.J. Brown. But their defense is a, is a question mark. They lost to Dory Jackson. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Their defense really cost them that, that playoff game last year against Baltimore. That is probably, as you get into the postseason, the area that probably concerns me the most. But for the division, they're they're more than fine. I've got them winning 12 games. Yeah, what, I mean, playoffs, I don't see them going very far for all the reasons you said. But this division is so crap that they're going to walk away with it. Agreed. Run away with it, excuse me. All right, AFC West, let's keep it rolling. Will, four through one. I'm assuming you have either the Broncos or the Raiders. I do. I have the Raiders, actually. I just think uh, Teddy Two Gloves is going to get it done now that he's announced a starter for mm. Denver because they have a good defense as well. And obviously, uh, Jerry Judy, you know, uh, Sean's other roommate, is 
you know, uh, a very good Sean living, times down there. Sean, what were you living in? A triple, a quad, a suite? What were you doing down there? I don't need to say. How, how many, degrees, how many degrees do you have? Because you two are both in the 30-plus club. So, Sean, you must, <laughs> you're either a super-duper-duper duper senior or, or you went back and got another degree. I'm on the J.R. Smith timeline, man. We're good. <laughs> Hey, playing golf, 92, playing golf. 92 million in the NBA and then goes to college. You can't really – thank God he's a walk-on and they didn't give him a scholarly. I think the world would have burned down. Yeah, so I have Raiders, Broncos, I have the Chargers, and then I have obviously Chiefs. I have Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Tom, I'm there with you. Yeah, I, I just think, like, Will, you said they have a good defense, but their defense is getting a lot older. I feel like they're old at the wrong positions and young at the wrong positions. Um, and, yeah, Teddy Two Gloves, I, I just – it's a fun story, but I, I just don't see it. I think Teddy Two Gloves would have been much better in New Orleans than he is in Denver, but – Oh, don't say that about James Winston. That listen, you'll you'll see in my, in my rankings when we get it down to there, but – Listen, the Raiders, I don't have them doing too much better. Derek Carr is decent, but John Gruden may have him killed by the end of the year. I don't know. I heard he's looking for a hitman, though. That's I, They must not be that hard he to has find been for four in years. Vegas. So. Bring, <laughs> bring in Mariota. Exactly. I mean, the hitmen aren't that hard to find in uh, in Vegas. But the bad drafting over the last few years, I feel like people have not called Gruden to the carpet enough. I know they got uh, another roommate of Sean's, uh, Josh Jacobs from Alabama. But aside from that, they and, have and not done a good job. What were you going to say, Will? I said, and they have Henry Ruggs. Just you know, it's it's literally like Sean's family in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, pretty or much. Vegas, excuse me. Yeah, no one's in Oakland right now, Will. But the A's are. Yeah. <laughs> not not much longer. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Chargers at two. What do you guys think? I think uh, I think Justin Herbert's the real deal. I really do. And Eckler oh. is a fantasy stud, as Tom would say. And he does it all. And you, you still have Keenan Allen. I mean, you, obviously, you lose Hunter Henry, which is a big loss. I think Mike Williams is going to replace Hunter Henry. Ex- exactly. And I think Mike Williams is a very underrated two in the NFL. And I think he's going to go off. Year. As long as he can stay healthy, man, that's his only issue. Yep. Yeah, I really like this Chargers team. I'm in love with this Chargers team. I think now that they have an offensive coach who can actually, you know, read a clock, um, I have them going ten and seven. If you guys want me to give my records, I'll be happy to do it. Somebody just has to ask. See, did you give? Did you give records? I didn't give records, Sean. Oh, All right. Okay. Well, I have the Broncos going five and twelve. The Raiders going seven and ten. The Chargers going ten and seven. And then the stacked Kansas City Chiefs going 13-4. and four. There you go. Serious question, though, for both of you guys. Because, Will, you mentioned how you have faith in Teddy Two Gloves. Is, is Derek Carr maybe just a slightly better version of Teddy Bridgewater? Like, neither of them are really they, – they'll have their good days, but they're more like game managers and the coaches are pretty much just hoping that they don't fuck it up. Because I kind of uh, see Derek Carr being just like slightly better, but the same kind of player. But he can do I, I just deep. Still, yeah, I also yeah, I think the difference is, is Teddy is more elusive in the pocket, and Derek Carr has a better arm. Um, and then you look at uh, Teddy Two Gloves has Jerry Judy to throw to, Carr has Darren Waller to throw to, who's probably the top three tight end in the NFL, and he also has Josh Jacobs to hand it all to, compared to who Melvin I, I, Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay, whoever you want to hand the ball off to. 
So, I mean, Sean's right that they're basically the same players. They just have different kind of traits, but it's basically what he said that the coaches are like, it's one of those, no, 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 yes, 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 kind of quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, and I just think that both, they're both going to be on the outside by far looking in in the playoffs, and that's what happens when you have, you know, number 17 and 18 quarterbacks in the league. Agreed. One more thing, too, on the Chargers, they – really went all in on their offensive line yeah. because they know how valuable that um, that Herbert is. And they, they used their first-round pick on, on Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, who a lot of people thought might go earlier than that, um, which is a really good sign. You know, the new coach who actually knows how to game manage, he's more of a hard-ass as opposed to a player coach like Anthony Wynn is. That might do that team some good. And Long obviously team. you're going to protect your, your asset, your number one asset. Absolutely. Anything else to add to the AFC West? Do we even have to mention the Chiefs? No. They're offensive line. They got a lot better. Yeah, yeah, they definitely got a lot better, and they have all the weapons you could probably need. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that Travis Kelsey shaved his beard, but he's still Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Still the same guy under the helmet, I agree. Not a bad-looking guy, though. Not at all. Not Not a bad-looking guy without a beard. Just look better with it. I mean, hey. I think he'll have it back by... You know, week three or four. Agreed. Yep, yep, totally. Um, all right, boys. We're we're to the playoff time here. Let's rank them seven. Another – was this last year, Sean? Was last year – Will doesn't know this because Will, I had to remind Will that there were seven teams. But last me. year, what was there, six or seven? Seven. All right, so we're running it back this year. Give me them seven through one. Will, I'm going to let you go first on everything today. Okay, I have the uh, Steelers at 7, the Chargers at 6, the Browns at 5, the Ravens at 4, the Titans at 3, the Bills at 2, and the Chiefs at 1. All right, Sean? Chargers, Pats, Browns, Ravens, Titans, Bills, Chiefs. All right, I have Ravens 7, Chargers 6, Pats 5, Titans 4, Browns 3, Bills 2, and number 1 seed, Chiefs. AFC champ time. Will. I have the Chiefs versus the Titans. I didn't have a game, but I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess I'll have them beating the Browns. I love yeah. it. You give the records for every team, but you don't have an AFC champ. Yeah, I he's said no brackets. He's I didn't want Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid. I said no brackets. Year. I didn't want to fucking think that hard, okay? <laughs> Well, yeah, we didn't I have, go and I, listen, I have been drinking the Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid since I did it, since we did our quarterback rankings when Sean had Eli Manning as a tier one quarterback. I remember that. I, did not. I was I was listening. Yeah, Literally the listening. guy's in a wheelchair. I mean, I know you guys are basically the same age as him, but like at that point, you're you're such a clown because at least at that point Baker Mayfield hadn't won shit. All right, whatever, Sean. I, I shouldn't have brought and up now Eli he has, again, and I like see, it. Will you hear how upset he gets? Did he oh, yeah. really upset? I do, especially since I didn't have him in tier one. I think I had him in tier four, but you thought that was even too high. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you better be drinking the Kool-Aid because after what they did to Pittsburgh and how they almost beat Kansas City, there's going to be legit expectations on this team. Yeah, so 100%. who do you have? Give me your give me your game. Give me who's going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I'm sure we all know, but you might as well say it. Chiefs versus Bills, and I've got – Kansas City going back, obviously everybody can guess that. I just think their offensive line is going to be the main reason they do. Okay. All right, boys. Um, I guess we don't have to do a part two. We're running through this pretty quickly. 
Let, Sean, we're getting better at this. Let's bounce really? on to the NFC. We're going to start off with the NFC least. Yep. You boys ready for this? This is, yeah. is Yes, it, sir. I, I'm glad we're getting this out of the way early because this is a pain point for the both of you. I'm going to sit back, relax, and enjoy <laughs> this. This may be what gets us over the hour and 30 mark, this division right here. Um you know what, Will? I said I'd let you go first on everything, but being that you two are fans of this, I'm going to go ahead and go first, okay? Okay, I like that. That's fair. I've got Philly, number four, Giants, number three, the Washington football team, Sean, at number yep. two, and Will Smith's Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott looks like he's going to play at number one. Anybody want to go next? Go ahead. Will, oh. you're the guest. Go. Oh, it looks like I'm in lockstep with Tommy Boy. I have the Eagles at three, Giants, I mean, Eagles at four, Giants at three, the Washington football team at two, and my Dallas Cowboys at one. Listen, Sean, uh, Eli's not playing for the Giants. You can't put him at one. (laughs) Well, lucky for you, even if he was, I would not put them at one. I would put the Washington football team at one. Oh, shit. This sounds like a spite pick. This is not a spite pick. I have, have, yeah, because I'm going to use my spite pick on the Washington no names. Um, I go Philly four. I go Giants three. I go Cowboys two. I go Washington one. All right, boys, let's talk about it. I've got Philly at 5-12. and 12. Um, uh, I just don't trust Jalen Hurts whatsoever. It, and exactly. Sirianni is a joke as a coach, too. Uh, yeah, their coach is, I don't know, uh, scratching my head. I wrote IDK about Hurts. Nick, Nick Sirianni. There you go. Uh, thank you. Um, and they have a bad defense, and they're just not a good team. I like the wide receiver out of Alabama. Um, what is it? Smith? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, um, but... Another uh, one of my roommates. Thank you, Sean, for leaning into the joke. Um, I, I think, uh, Will, unless you have something to add, I think we can move on to the Giants. We can definitely move on to the Giants. The one you want thing me to talk about say, your Giants first? The first one sure. thing I will say about the Giants before you two go at it, um, I, I think the Giants are in an extremely similar position to what the Jets were a few years ago. I mean... Do we know about the quarterback? Uh, it's And I don't. And I, I don't think he's very good. And that's all I have to say about that. I know they got him some weapons this year. Um, and, and I do like their head coach and Joe Judge, but uh, I just don't know. And that's why I have them at 7-10. and 10. Keep going with the records. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I agree with Tom said. This is Daniel Jones' year. If he's mediocre or worse, he's gone. That, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you have all the not all the weapons in the world. Uh, and to be honest with you, I don't like Galladay. I think you overpaid for him. Matthew Stafford made Galladay because I think Stafford is a stud. But, you know, Saquon obviously had the, the, the ACL. He had the ankle the year before that. Can Saquon stay healthy? Are you going to really trust Nate Soldier at left tackle? Um, your defense outside of Bradbury, you don't have anybody that can rush the passer. So you're counting on Daniel Jones to put up, what, 25 to 35 points a game to win games? Uh, can Daniel Jones really do that? I mean, Jason Garrett, you know, it's oh, my dude. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he found a way to make Daniel Jones' legs work last year. I don't know if they're going to keep doing that this year. I think they should. It makes Daniel Jones better. But the guy's got to hold on to the football. I'm not worried about the interceptions, but the, the fumbling needs to stop. You know, I mean, he's been, you know, playing quarterback his whole life. And you're, every time you get sacked, you lose the football. Like, that can't happen. Listen, man, 
all of those things are why this is the only thing I will disagree with Tom about is I don't think this really is the same situation outside of it being year three as the Jets because the Giants actually gave Jones a lot of weapons. Agreed I on think that. There's a, I, I think uh, there's when still I said a large that, I didn't... of Jet fans who, who want to see Darnold because they never really gave him a shot. I, I, I do agree with you on that. The only reason why I meant it was because it, this is the year. Right. That, yeah, that's, that's all I meant by that. Will, give me a yeah, record before Sean keeps going. What, what do you want me to say my record of? Record of the Giants right now. Uh, the Giants I have at seven and ten. Sean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that out of the way and say seven and ten as well. Um, but yeah, just to go forward, they obviously this is Jones's year. Everybody knows it. It's probably the number one storyline in the NFC East outside of Dak being healthy, uh, because everybody knows that they actually gave him weapons where if they're healthy, he's there's no excuse now and. Gettleman's on the hot seat. The entire franchise could be totally different in eight months if if Jones is in seven months or really, if Jones is no good. But we're, I think right now you can look at the skill positions and say, okay, yeah, Galladay, maybe he was made by Stafford. You overpaid for him, sure. You still need to go out and get a legitimate weapon. They did that. They bring in Kadarius Tony after the trade back. He's going to be used as a gadget guy. He's a really nice player. If Saquon's healthy... Remember, they did pretty well without him last year. They won all their games without Saquon last year. The offensive line is the next biggest question for them. They're really hoping that Solder adds a bit of stability where guys like Cam Fleming were terrible last year, and they hope Andrew Thomas plays more like second-half Andrew Thomas as opposed to first-half, and the rest is a crapshoot. Um, that's why I put them third. There's too many question marks, and if it goes bad, it's not. It's really going to go bad. Um, seven wins. All right, boys. Uh, Sean, why hey, don't Tom, you go ahead? The seven wins catching the playoffs? No, it doesn't. Okay. It does not. Um, but Sean's being realistic, well, as am I, with my Jets. Um, all right, Sean, make your case for the Washington football team. I do have them making the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, uh, listen, they have a great defense. They have good offensive weapons with uh, their running back. What's his name, Will? Gibson. 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 Andrew Gibson. Um. And obviously they have McCa- what's his, what's the wide receiver's name? McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Yeah, Scary that's Terry. It. Listen, fantasy football hasn't started yet to where I know every <laughs> single I know every single fourth stringer on the team, but and they have Fitzmagic. I have them making the playoffs with Sean. Why don't you make your case for why they're going to win the division? I think that they have the fewest question marks, uh, which I think matters because the Giants and the Cowboys have the highest ceiling. But if things go bad, they're really bad. I mean, the Cowboys the Giants have the highest sucks. ceiling. Yeah, I mean, if the skill positions work, the offensive line plays well, and Jones plays well, that's a really that's bullshit. Good team. Sorry. Okay. Well, how about the Cowboys who give up forty-five points a game? Well, they could still score fifty. They could still okay. score fifty. Well, you mentioned how the Giants have to score twenty-five or thirty to win. That's not true because of their defense. So, I mean, who's rushing the passer? You. Yeah, me. And also Leonard Williams and a really Leonard Williams defensive is a defensive line. tackle. Yeah, I mean, who's your DNs? The defense last year held teams. They, that was the reason they won games in the second half of last year. That Seattle game. Like, all I'm saying is these two teams have a chance to be really good, but they also can be really bad. Washington's the most stable. That defense is going to be elite, and Fitzpatrick is going to make enough plays to win games. No, I agree that the Redskins. Well, I'm always going to call them Redskins, but the uh, the 
the football team. The past 200 episodes now. We can't have that word. Yeah. Sorry. The, the football – sorry, guys. The football <laughs> team is prob- probably has a top three defense, in my opinion, you know, with what they have. But, you know, as Tom knows, he's experienced it firsthand. Are you going to get Fitz Magic for more than half the year or are you going to get Fitz Tragic for half the year? That's what, that's what it depends on. It is interesting because, listen, when he's named the starter, he does not do as well as when he's in a situation like he was with Tua where, I don't know, i got to fight for this, and he goes out and balls. Well, he didn't have to fight for it the first half of the year. Tua wasn't going to play until probably around week seven or eight. Well, he also but knows that, like, regardless point. of what he does, he's not going to lose his job to Taylor Henneke. Yeah. I mean, listen, it sounds like we have a side bet in the works here um, for Giants-Cowboys. I don't know if you guys want to work that out off the pot or you want to do it here. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it's more of just a Cowboys bet at this point because Sean has the Giants pretty much actually exactly the same as us two. Um, Sean, what's your record for the Cowboys? I have the Cowboys going 9-8. and I have the Cowboys going 11-6. and Will, what do you have them doing? Uh, I said 11 and 6 as well. 11 and 6? All right. So, so. Hey, here you go, Sean. Here's your bet right here. Okay. Here we go. I mean, you're, you know, you're in Texas. Maybe money's a little different down there. I don't know. <laughs> but I will, bet, I will Venmo you $50. This is the bet. Over two and a half wins, the Cowboys are better than the Giants. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. We're on. We're, we're absolutely on. $50 bet. Okay. I'm I was just going to set the line at 10, but I'm glad. Will, you fit. Good podcasting by you. You figured out a way to include the Giants in there when I couldn't. Great work. All right. Cowboys have to this win two why, and a half games more. This is more. why he's a premier guest. We can't bring him on all the time. You can't get gold like this. Exactly. Yeah, you got to so save the juice. They have to be three wins better than the Giants for Sean to pay me 50 bucks. You got it. All right, and Sean. Tom, tw- 25 of that is going to you, Tom. I appreciate that <laughs> for, for just setting this up. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> I will definitely be sending that request in if this happens. All right, Sean, should we let him just should we just let him go wild on the Cowboys? It's been too long, Will. Go for it. <sighs> Deep breaths. Okay. So, obviously, we all watch Hard Knocks. Don't say that you don't. You're going to watch it. Okay, Sean, you're a liar. Um, <laughs> I'm not. So Tom knows I'm not. Sean doesn't have HBO. That's why he doesn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, the only thing that worries me with the Dallas Cowboys is it's not even Dak's ankle. It's his shoulder now with this whole thing. I mean, part of me thinks it's like a rumor made up to get used for hard knocks because he was throwing 50-yard bombs in practice today with no soreness after. So I don't know how that really, you know, corresponds. But the weapons they have on offense, and now you have Dan Quinn on defense. You have a different scheme. You have new new personnel. I think Micah Parsons is going to be an absolute stud. Uh, Jalen Smith, they needed to trade, uh, in my opinion, even though he was second in the league in tackles. Well, that's what happens when you're tackling guys eight yards down the field because our defense was horrendous. Um, but I, I, I feel like if the Dallas Cowboys can like have that bend but don't break kind of defense and hold teams to a field goal, they're going to go down and get seven, regardless of the, who the defense is. There's just too many weapons on that team. You have Zeke, you have Cooper. You, I can go on for days. It all depends on if Dak can stay healthy and be himself and trust his ankle, not really worry about the shoulder because I think that's a that's a myth, that's a hard knocks thing. And if Dallas can do that, they're, they're going to win games easily, but they're also going to lose games 41 to 38. 
because their defense didn't step up. And that's been my life with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, ever since Tony Romo was that godsend himself, best announcer of all time. But, (laughs) I mean, we will see. I need to see what they look like with everybody on the field not playing four starters on offense and five starters on defense in preseason. Preseason does nothing. It's basically for teams, guys that are trying to make the team. So I want to see what they look like week one. You're playing playing the GOAT. One of the best offenses in the in the NFL. So you know, if you that game close and they lose, I'm not mad about it. But we will see. I I always you know I tell Tom every year, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, and then Thanksgiving comes, and you know him and my brother are just getting at me because Matt McGloin is throwing gems, and I have to leave <laughs> Thanksgiving early. So I'm I'm just looking forward to the season. I'm looking forward to hoping Dak can stay healthy because if Dak can stay healthy, I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but we have a really good shot at making the playoffs and maybe winning a game. Okay. Well, that lived up to my expectations. How about you, Tom? Listen, I, I just hearken back. I'm going to tell you a story about Will. Um, oh, Jesus. He's a, he's a bigger <laughs> Cowboys fan than we are. Honestly, Sean, I think of any sports yeah. team. So it was my birthday, September 23rd, oh, very beginning I, of the season, probably oh, what, four or five years ago. I remember the game, I, too. All I wanted to do was watch football, watch Red Zone on my deck. So I went out. I got a wireless streaming device. I I set the TV up. It was a little chilly out. Will was in his Cowboys hoodie. Um, I just wanted to be left alone, watch football with my guy. That's all I wanted for my birthday. That's what we did. Cowboys, Seahawks. Russell Wilson threw 430 yards. I remember that game. Will was (laughs) legitimately... In tears. I was. That's great. I looked out of the corner of my eye. I don't even know if I've ever mentioned this to Will since it happened, but my ex-girlfriend literally came up to me and was like, I think Will's crying. Yeah, she's <laughs> never seen me like that before ever. And it was, it was really upsetting because the Cowboys actually played hard. <laughs> it was just. Are you, you getting know, choked up again? Yeah, you, you heard him. You heard him. There, there's a couple games. There's they a couple really, games. They really played hard. They Listen, just, they wanted it you so got, bad. The infamous, the infamous Terrell Owens interview. I, something about the Cowboys, man. America's team just gets people choked up when they talk about them. Well, yeah. it's also, you know, last Thanksgiving was also a debacle, too, because it was a close game. And then I went to the bathroom, and Andy Dalton decided to throw two pick sixes in a row. And, it, you know, the family knows how much the Cowboys mean to you when they don't even say anything to you. I like left Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm gonna see you guys later. Yeah, that's well. That's it's funny because every year I'll put like a, a pretty good sized bet on the opposing team, just to have something to like really root against between me and and Will's brother. It, I don't even know why he shows up to be honest. I really don't. I should just go down to Dallas and just just be upset with myself. <laughs> It's bad, and I'm really looking forward at to least, it. At, at least pay for one of the luxury suites. So if you're going to be upset, do it in style. We play the Raiders on Thanksgiving this year, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, are you? Okay. Yes. Derek Carr, uh, the jersey, the jersey's already been ordered. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, I think we're ready to move on to the NFC North. Do you guys agree? Agreed. All right, for Will, sure. I will let you lead off on this one. Go ahead and give me your four through one. I really think this is going to be the worst team in football, to be honest. I think the Lions Worse four, than the Texans, huh? Worse than the Texans. I, I, Obviously, I, your caveat is if Deshaun plays. Yes. Uh, Lions four, Vikings three. I'm trusting the Justin Fields process with the Bears at two and the Packers at one. Lockstep here. 
Same exact. Wow. Son. No, I, I have the Bears last. Ooh. <laughs> Amazingly enough, with the Lions and then Vikings and Packers. But we can talk about it. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah, you got to have the Bears last. You go. <laughs> sure. Well, have you seen their offensive line? Wow, it's that's why they went out and got a mobile quarterback, baby. They it's were decent they when did. they had Mitchell. They were decent when they had Mitchell. Who may not, and that rookie quarterback might not play because Nagy is hell-bent on Will's former backup quarterback and Thanksgiving killer, Andy Dalton. The Red um, Rocket. The Red Rocket, baby, out of TCU. So I, I just think this seems really, really bad. And that's not a, hey, let me prop up Detroit kind of thing. I think Detroit's really bad, too. I'm just going to say out of the quarterback situation, I actually can't believe I'm saying this. I trust Jared Goff a little bit more than I trust whatever's coming out of Chicago. Also, a little bit of hopefulness in this pick because the Giants have Chicago's first-round pick this year. So I'm really hoping that they absolutely crater. Um, but that, that, that coach it. is bad. I don't, I don't think they're very good. I think and their defense is good. Their defense is fine. It's just they're going to be on the field a lot. So it's one of those deals where statistically they're not going to look as good as they actually are because they're on the field all the time. But I really do think these two teams, they're going to both be fighting for maybe five wins. Interesting. I have the Lions at 3-14. and 14. Will, you probably feel the same way? I, I gave them two wins. Uh, I, I just I, – I think Jared Goff is terrible. I mean, you had all those weapons in L.A., and you were still an average team, maybe a little bit above average team, with a good defense. You had all those. Now you go to a team that has no weapons. Your best. I don't know if that's defense. totally fair, man. He had a great 2018. They were a Super Bowl team. He he played well. Yeah, but also did he? Spurs. But also did he carry them to the Super Bowl? No, no I, but I, I, I'm just really saying, like, them. I'm not saying that he's okay. But like joking. now he's, he he had all those surrounding characters to make him better. Right, now you're you're handing the ball off to DeAndre Swift, who I think is going to be good. And your best option is T.J. Hawkinson. Don't get me wrong; he's a top five tight end in my opinion. But who's who's your wideouts? Like you, you have nobody to throw the ball to outside of Penny Stool. You, you really don't have a great offensive line, and your defense is atrocious. Yeah. So what, it seems what gonna you, be bad. Is Jared Goff putting up forty points a game? No, he's not. You're going to no, trust the, I, you're going to trust Jared Goff to throw the ball 45 times a game? No, I wouldn't. I'm just I'm just going to say real fast is I I think Jared Goff is a little bit better than what you're giving him credit for. So that way that we look at this division is going to be predicated on how we look at Jared Goff. I agree with you on that, but I also think the reason why Jared Goff was a little bit better was because he was being tremendously propped up by all the weapons surrounding him, as well as Sean McVay, who ran his ass out of town the first chance he got after giving him an extension, which is enough said for me. And I think Will has a point as well, where it's that now that he's the cupboard is more than bare, it, this team is going to be fucking terrible. Like, they should have just kept Matty PP for another year for somebody to blame. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got the coach biting kneecaps, guys. We're fine. Yeah, right. Oh, Danny Campbell, baby. I got the Vikings in third place. I got them going 8-9. and nine. I just think that the Bears got better just with their quarterback move, and I, I don't really see how they got better. Their defense is really good. Their defense is the really Bears. good. And you have Dalvin Cook. You have Jefferson. You have Thielen still. Lose Kyle Rudolph, but you have I, Irv Smith, who I think is good. Well, I agree. They have all those players, and they're fun in fantasy, but 
at the end of the day, they never can get over the top, and it all goes back to Sean's boy, his MVP pick of a few years back, Kirk Cousins. But we're not talking about them getting over the hump. No, we are I just find it hard to believe that they're going to be any worse than Chicago and Detroit. I think they're going to be one game worse because I have Chicago going 9-8. and eight. Uh, I think their defense is pretty good, and I think Fields is going to play. I think Fields is good enough to where he's just going to force himself into the lineup. Just out of curiosity, yeah. though, seriously, like who are their main weapons? You've got Allen Robinson still, right? And then who else? I mean, you have Montgomery. He's a decent running back. Um, sure. Tyreek Cohen, I, I, as long as he can Tariq stay Cohen, healthy. Yeah. He was on the RR last also, year. Also, that also got, the other the other guy that was a rookie last year, maybe two years ago, I think it's going to have a huge year in Denzel. Uh, not Denzel Mims. The other guy, Wims, I think his name is. Yeah, Wims. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wims. I think he's a very good wide receiver. Um, they you know, Anthony I mean, Miller. They have Anthony Miller. I mean, you have some weapons. It's just more weapons than what Detroit has. It's, in my opinion, you have a better defense than what Detroit has. Regardless of who the quarterback is, I, I, I think they're better than Detroit. No, that, that's fine, but we're now talking about Chicago and Minnesota. I, I think they're better than Minnesota just because I think Fields is going to do a better job than Kirk Cousins. I don't think Kirk Cousins can win the big game. I think that they, if you put Fields on the Vikings, I, I would obviously pick the Vikings. But I think mm-hmm. defense-wise, I think the Bears are a smidgey better. And uh, I just – I fucking hate Kirk Cousins. So I gave them 8-9, and nine, <laughs> and I gave the Bears 9-8. and eight. I mean, it's not like we're arguing whether I think the Lions are going to be better at 3-14 and 14 or no, the Bears. No, of course not. It's one game, and I think the Bears yeah, are – Yeah, you know, I, I feel like the Vikings and the Bears will be fighting for second place in that division behind Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to is obviously this is the Packers division and one that they're going to win by week six. Yeah. Yes. I got them going 11-6. and six. You guys got any arguments against that? What, the Packers? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, th- I think they can win 12, maybe 13 games. I really yeah. think – because I, I, I literally said this year and I put a nice little $20 bet on them. I tried to be conservative. Packers. I said the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl this year just so Aaron Rodgers can give the fuck you to everybody in that and then leave. I won you a Super Bowl. Give me my money. I'm out of here. That is, I have like 13-4. and four. Like I, I can see the Packers win the Super Bowl and that Aaron Rodgers has another MVP-type year and then just telling the Packers organization, like, fuck you. Like, you didn't respect me. You didn't give me what I want. You didn't give me a say in any of this. I just won you a Super Bowl. Give me my money. I'm out. Well, boys, this is their last dance, right? Like, this is their version of it. Oh, kill me. Uh, you know how I yep. feel about him. He's right up there with Bryson for me, but he's a hell of a player. I did pick him to win MVP last year, and he did. No big deal. Um, but I think they're going to go 11-6. and six. That's right at what the uh, what Vegas has them as their over-under, so it sounds like both of you guys are hammering the over. Hammering. Yeah, I don't think the division's going to be nearly as good as you think it is, Tom. So that's I think they're going to get plenty of wins in division, and then okay. they're going to yeah, I, I like thirteen and four. That seems right. I mean, they were what thirteen and three last year, and they've been an NFC Championship game two years in a row. So, all right, boys, you ready to move on to the Central? South. Oh, sorry, I went, ML, went MLB terms here. Sorry about that. Wrote that down wrong. Well, the next division, the one that the the Bucks are in. Yeah, that's the only thing <laughs> team that matters, obviously. <laughs> but. Um, NFC South, I have the Atlanta Falcons, a team that Sean could probably start at wide receiver for. Uh, then I have the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's. Mm. I have the New Orleans Saints fourth, Panthers third, Falcons second, 
and Tom Brady, number one. Yeah, I'm going Panthers four, Saints three. Tom, I'm with you, Falcons two, and obviously unanimous Tampa Bay one. So my, my question is to both of you, because you both had the Falcons at two, and I have them at four. Why, why did both of you put them at two? Tom, you take this one first. I think they, they have a better head coach. They beefed up their offensive line. I think Matty Ice is going to have a much better year. Uh, Calvin Ridley's a good wide receiver, and then Kyle Pitts is going to have a great year. Who is going to replace their need at wide receiver because he's basically a wide receiver. And not to mention that every single player on their defense, which was supposed to be pretty good last year, got hurt. And I don't see every single player getting hurt this year. I echo all of that. And I also think that they ran into some shit luck last year with, with games that yeah, came they down had to the wire that they of, lost. They had a lot of like three-point games that they lost. And I just, by the, by the law of averages, they're not going to lose all those games again. I look a lot at Atlanta the way I look at the Chargers they they are they were a product of how bad their coaches were in game late and if we're going to prop up the Chargers and talk about how good they can be although they have more talent than Atlanta I, I agree but the rest of this division I have way too many question marks about coupled with the Kyle Pitts edition coupled with Ridley and Matt Ryan's still a really good quarterback we don't talk about him the way that we would if they ended up winning that Super Bowl, but this is still a really good player, and if they clean up a couple of those games from last year, they're they're a very good team. So the reason that I had him fourth, and this is this is my reasoning at all. Like you lose, in my opinion, probably maybe number two, maybe number three best offensive player in football. Um, and yeah, they have a new head coach, so. Uh, you know, and obviously Tom and both of you guys mentioned it that they lost everybody on defense because of injury, but they lost their best safety. He went to you know the great state of Texas, played that in <laughs> Dallas. Um, but you know, you, you also have no running game. Uh, Calvin Ridley hasn't been doubled in his life because you had Julio Jones. Now he's going to get doubled, and are you going to really trust him? I mean, obviously he went fourth. He's going to be a stud in this league rookie year. Are you going to trust Kyle Pitts to replace? 75% of what Julio Jones did? I don't think so. Real and, fast, Tom, I don't know how you feel. I think Kyle Pitts might be getting doubled a decent amount this year. I agree with you. I think between those two, they're going to be able to open some things up. Uh, I, I just think, like, well, I, I understand what you're saying with Pitts as a rookie tight end, and, and most most of the time, corners and tight ends have a hand, hard time transitioning into the NFL in their first few years, but I just think Kyle Pitts is built different, and I just think he's a wide receiver that's going to line up as a tight end, and I think they're going to line him up as a wide receiver a lot. So this might be another thing like how I said about the Jets, and I have to see it to believe it. That's I why I put them forth because I, yeah, I have mm-hmm. no expectations for them whatsoever. If I, you know, if I see it and I'm like, oh, wow, Kyle Pitts, he's beaten double teams on slant plays and in and outs. And now Calvin Ridley's still not getting doubled and still going for eight catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns. But Kyle Pitts is still in the security blanket. Then I'll be like, all right, you know what? Maybe the Falcons are somewhat competitive. That's what I would say. Okay. Absolutely fair. I want to talk about the Saints real quick because I have them falling off a cliff. I have them going 5-12. and 12. Um, Quarterback, I listen to Will. I'm not going to slander Jameis because I think he's a hilarious uh, story. Um and obviously he's an NCAA champ, so I'm not going to say I don't know, guys. I don't know if you saw that uh, preseason game against Jacksonville. I mean, 
let's just put it now. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> he's got he got LASIK. He's good. He's good. That's baby. right. You, uh, you know LASIK. what? Whenever to somebody tells, whenever somebody tells me that I'm slowing down, I'm gonna go get LASIK, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, yeah. Tom's back. He oh, got Tom LASIK. got LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't electrocute himself Holy this shit. week. He's yeah. good. That that and no. he got LASIK. Holy shit! <laughs> Strong safety for the New York Jets, Tom Bochino. Between fucking quarterbacks hey, he could start and in that secondary. Between quarterbacks, baseball players, and anybody that has a jump shot in the NBA, once they get LASIK, I swear to God, they might as well just give them a new contract. Um, but yeah, I, this is. They've got it. Are they the oldest team in the NFL? Maybe Tampa Bay, because Tom Brady adds a million years to their average age. But they've got to be the oldest team in the NFL, right? They're up there, I think, for sure. I, I saw think... I saw I saw a stat the other day that Tom Brady could be. I think it was twenty four or twenty six players on the Bucks that he could be their father. <laughs> All right. Well, we we know Tom Brady's old, but he's still the goat. But uh, the Saints are just old, and I just. I, they didn't do anything to get better, and it's like I get it. They have Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara, but it's like one who's throwing them the ball, who's playing defense. It, it's just I think this is gonna they're just going to fall off a cliff. But I also think Sean Payton will find a way. That's the thing. That's why I have him too because it's Sean Payton. If it was somebody else like a, you know, like a Wade Phillips or, you know, uh, you know Tom's, Tom's. Boy Anthony, Tom's boy Anthony Lynn, it would be – you know, I would have them in fourth, too. I would flip-flop them with the Falcons. Because, obviously, the Panthers have, you know, he's going to go off this year. He's going to be a top-ten quarterback, Sam Donald. But, hey, a lot uh, of weapons. You know, Speaking of Sam Donald, I have, the, I have the Panthers. I, I will demand a Panthers discussion. Listen, I, I am ready for it. I have them going eight and nine. I wrote Sammy D resurgence, my baby boy. I will still be Sammy. rooting for him. Uh, not even really a resurgence. I mean, aside from... The best memory I have from him was him stomping out Matty Peepee in his first game ever. Um, but, I, I mean, he's got weapons all around. Uh, I, and this team has a halfway decent defense. I, I just I think that they can go 8-9. and nine. That's, I would agree. If he could be Kirk Cousins, they can go 8-9. I, I mean, like I, I really, you know, I mean, I watched him play for the Jets. Sam Donald's not really a manage the game kind of guy. That's true. That's a good point. (laughs) Maybe Matt Rule will make him that way because I think Matt Rule can be the coach in this league. Um, You know, you're almost a 500 team without the best player, offensive player in football, in my opinion, Christian McCaffrey, what all he does for that team. Yeah. And, you know, I I mean, you you know, Mike Davis was almost a thousand yard rushing back, running back last year. And Mike Davis, who's a backup by, you know, by trade. Um, but, you know, if Sam Donald can, you know, lose the turnover issues, you have better weapons than you've ever had in your life. You know, I mean, obviously you got Robbie Anderson again, who they just extended. But you got DJ Moore. You got um, you got Christian McCaffrey back. You, you know, you have a decent defense, as Tom said. Yeah, if It's all on Sam Donald. If Sam Donald plays decent to well, like the Panthers are a 500 team, maybe a game over, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I just at this point I don't think we have to go out of our way to prop up Sam Darnold. Hey, like, you demanded a, a Panthers discussion. And yeah, so I, and I, third place. Yeah, here. so I'm right. So I'm saying right. Like I think that when I look at this team, their yes, their defense is good. Obviously, you've got McCaffrey. I like Robbie Anderson. I think he's a good. I think he's a good receiver. I think he's deserving of the extension that he got, but. Sam Darnold also has to show that he can be on the fucking field. The guy's hurt all the time. 
And you're talking about maybe making it a game manager. He's not a game manager. He's never been a game manager in his collegiate career or in his pro career. He he takes chances down the field, and oftentimes he misses. This is a better opportunity for him to find those connections with better players. But I don't. I, I look up and down. He's the worst quarterback in this division. Jameis, for all his flaws, I still think is at this point still better than. Than Sam Darnold. All right, I'm gonna let you off the hook. Do not ever talk shit about my baby boy again. That's your one warning. No, he's not on your team anymore. You got Zach Wilson. You're fine. That's my sweet. That's prince. a sweet prince. Sweet prince. Sweet prince. <laughs> baby boy and sweet prince are two different. Yeah, the, ba- the baby boy is done. He's in Carolina now. You're okay. Well, I would have said the same thing if Tony Romo went somebody somewhere else. That's still my. It's still my baby. Boy. Tony well, Danny, had a little Danny, more success. <laughs> Danny Dimes might be my baby boy in another uniform next year. So, yeah, it honestly, kind of sounds like you're rooting for it. Um, all right, boys, Bucks. What else? I mean, I they just returned wrote, every single starter. I just wrote oh. they somehow got better. Yeah, they returned every single starter after they won the Super Bowl. Like, what else can you say? Yeah, twelve and five. I have them. I think that's a pretty conservative number as well. Sure. I think they hit their stride as the year went on, and this year they don't have COVID and a new offense to learn. They're 13-4 and four to me. Uh, COVID's still around, Sean. I mean, we're not going to argue yes. that, but hey. They're, they're having an entire preseason. I, I don't know you if you mean. know that. They didn't last year. Yeah, okay. Just uh, I just want to educate some listeners that may disagree. All right. Well, I don't think thing. we're changing any minds here. <laughs> no, you're right. All right, we don't. There's, there's nothing to say. You can't even put words to what Tom Brady has done in this league. It's, it's incredible. All right, the most interesting division in football by far and beyond. Um, I didn't even write notes on this one just because I just wanted. To, I just wrote records and and where I think they're going to end up. Um, I just wanted to talk about this with you guys and see see where you guys were. NFC West will give us your four. So I didn't even have a four, which I know there's four teams, but I have three A and three B. Okay, I like I, it. I, I feel like they they could have the same record, and we'll see who finishes fourth. I, I you know a three B I have the Cardinals, three A I have the Seahawks, two I have the 49ers, and then one I have the Rams. Okay, for me I have the Cards going seven and ten at four, Niners going eight and nine at three, Seahawks going nine and eight at two. And the Rams going ten and seven at one. Tough division. Ooh, it's a really tough division. Yeah, I got um, I got Arizona winning six. I've got Seattle winning eight. I've got San Fran winning ten, and I've got the Rams winning eleven. Coming down to the wire. All right. So my first question is: We'll start with four. Does Kingsbury get fired? Because we all have him fourth. Um, it depends if they're if they're competing come December regardless if they're in fourth or first, because I feel like that's the kind of division it is. Like, one game can move you from fourth to second and a potential wild card spot. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, with the additions they have on defense, you got J.J. Watt, and you still have DeAndre Hopkins, and Kyler Murray still progressing. He's a great quarterback. I mean, I, you can't really – I mean, with, with the, the talent, if, if, you know, if he played in, like, the NFC – North, and he finished like third, then he would get fired. But you're playing in probably the best division in football. It's kind of hard to fire a guy. Yeah. My question is, how are they losing? How are they losing? I think they're losing. I think they're losing the same way they've lost since he started, and it's just on dumb decisions. And and I I mean, listen, like Will said, 
I mean, it's pretty obvious this is the best division. It's going to be a fucking battle every week that they're not playing their, their out-of-division games. But I think they're going to be in a lot of games just based off how Kyler balls out and, and the defense getting a little more pressure than, than what they've been able to get recently. But I, I think it's going to be a lot of one-possession games that Kingsbury just kind of uh, throws up on himself. You know, I, I want to say this on Kyler and then get your guys' thoughts because I found this interesting during the offseason – uh, there was a lot of talk after that injury he sustained last year about him saying that he doesn't really want to run that much anymore. Uh, he wants to become a pocket quarterback. And to me, what makes him one of those really special talents is him being so elusive and him being a running threat and him being super mobile in and out of the pocket. If he just wants to be uh, in the pocket quarterback with his size, I don't like that at all. Um, he can say so all he me, wants. I, 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 can, I can question seriously, though, because that injury did fuck with him. He even said it. So I, I wonder if, if he doesn't take those chances and he's not the renegade that he was in the first two years of his career, this is a quarterback that might be taking a step down, in which case they have no shot. I agree I, I with agree you. With, uh, oh, My bad, Will. Go uh, ahead. No, I, I mean, I think we both agree with you because, you know, obviously he's the same height as Drew Brees, but he's not Drew Brees. Drew Brees was right. a great great pocket quarterback that's not Kyler Murray's strength obviously he can make the throws when he wants to but what helped him is when he got into pressure he could run for eight ten yards and get or just break down. down the play and get out of the pocket yeah. like Russell Wilson get out of the pocket and you know even even Russell Wilson who is a better pocket quarterback you look at these guys who are elusive and then try to be a pocket quarterback Robert Griffin the third they were terrible so I'm not saying he's going to be terrible but if he can't use his legs, it's going to be an issue because then the defense is no. Well, Kyler doesn't want to run, so right. you know we don't have an issue. We don't have to keep a guy up. We can keep that other guy in coverage because he doesn't want to run. Yeah, and so Sean, it, he, go ahead, Will. But I mean, that, that's what Kyler needs to do. That's the kind of player he is at five nine. You know, and a, a, not a loose speed, but I would say quickness mm-hmm. and. That, that's how he makes plays. That's that's the kind of quarterback you are. That's the kind of quarterback you were in college. That's probably the quarterback you were in high school. That's the kind of quarterback you were in the first two years. Regardless of an injury, that's the way you have to play the game. You weren't blessed with 6'4 height that you could send the quarterback and see over guys that are 6'7. So, I'm with you. I, I agree with Sean 100%. If he, if he wants to be a, a, a pocket passer, Cardinals have no shot. Yeah, I agree with Sean in the sense that if he does do that, then I, I think he's a much lesser player. He's taking away probably the best part of his game. But that's all fine and good. That's all talk until they snap the ball. No, you know I agree I mean? for sure. And that's that's his thing. Is he might just be saying that in a way to really work on his pocket game, knowing that he's still going to be in and out of the pocket. But to answer your question, Tom, what if Kingsbury be fired? I think a lot depends on the nature in which they lose. I don't think anybody, including ownership or management, is going to be upset if they finish fourth in a division that's this really good. It's just going to depend on how they lose. Are they a three- or four-win team? Okay, then, yeah, you're probably out by you know week 12, week 13. If they're losing close games or Kyler makes a mistake here and there, let's remember he's in his very important third year now, too. Um we have more certainty with him than we do with somebody like a Daniel Jones for sure, but this is it's still an investment because if he doesn't play well or he gets hurt again and Kingsbury's out, well, now you bring in a new regime. And if they're picking in the top three or four, you could be starting the cycle all over again. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's enough about the fourth place team, the consensus fourth place but team. But they're an interesting podcast. team. No, they're, they're of course. This is a, they're an interesting division. I think that they could finish second in most divisions, but unfortunately, with the division that they're in, they're they're in the four spot. Yep. All right, so I've got the I've got the Niners going eight and nine. I've got the Seahawks going nine and eight. I mainly have the Seahawks second based off of Russell Wilson. Talk me in. You two talk me into the Niners. Maybe I can change this one. I know that they were just probably bit by the injury bug more than anybody else last year. Talk me into the Niners. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I have them close as well. Like that's why I had like I could have had like two A, two B, two C kind of thing with this division. But the reason I believe in the Niners, you know, and most injury-prone team in football last year, you lost George Kittle, who's probably the number two tight end in the NFL, out besides uh, Travis Kelsey. Will went over out. his top five tight end rankings throughout this pod, Sean. Good job by you, I Will. Did. I did. That, that's a podcast. You know, I've been on a couple times. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he's so, a vet. <laughs> so, you know, they have everybody back. Regardless, if it's Trey Lance and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, you lost your your whole defensive line last year. You lost some offensive line starters last year. You, you know, I think they lost like fourteen guys to the IR last year. The only guy, the only team that came close was Dallas last year with eleven or ten IR. Let's get players. that in there. Of course I did because we were playing. Well, that's you know, why they didn't win the division, Tom. We know that. Yeah, I mean we were we were playing Kennedy Catholic left tackles and right tackles. <laughs> oh, go Gales. <laughs> um, so. I mean, Trey Lance has been decent in preseason. He hasn't been Justin Fields. He hasn't been Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't been Zach Wilson. Thank you. Tom Sweet Prince. But, he, I mean, the elusiveness in the pocket is now the NFL game. And that's what Trey Lance is. And, I mean, with that defense fully healthy and that offense fully healthy, that's why I put him ahead of the Seahawks because I just feel like the last five years we've been watching the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's running for his life regardless. Regardless of who his offensive line is. Regardless of who's running in, is obviously you have DK Metcalf and you have Tyler Lockett, two great wide receivers. The reason I put them above the Seahawks is because they have a better defense. So, I mean, obviously it's Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson's amazing. But I just feel like regardless, you know, if you need Jimmy Garoppolo to be a game manager, look how good the Chiefs were when Alex Smith was a game manager. They were still, what, 7-0 and until they lost to my Dallas Cowboys? But I had to throw that <laughs> oh in there as well. Oh, my God. I had to throw that in there. Um, but like, so, it was a, so sad. let's keep it going. Let's see how during this argument, let's see how many times you can reference the Cowboys. That's twice. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Cowboys do go to training camp in California. That's where the 49ers, but I, nice. I, but, <laughs> but I, I just that. feel like they're on hard knocks. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it, it's, it's like another thing, like, you know, for, you know, three, a three B three C. I feel like if, you know, the, Seahawks and the 49ers, either of those teams could finish second in the division. I think the Rams are the superior team in this division. And when I say superior, like, this division's going to beat each other up. So, I think think one win separates the 49ers and the Seahawks, like Tom said earlier. I'll make this pretty quick. Well, I agree with everything you said across the board. The other thing, too, is, Tom, to use your argument about why you think Justin Fields is going to catapult the Bears to – they're standing in the NFC North. Trey Lance might do that with San Francisco, but San Francisco is a hell of a lot better than Chicago. Exactly. And the other thing too is you talked about how Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager, and hey, this guy did this. This guy did this. Jimmy Garoppolo did this two years ago. He was in the Super Bowl, and if he converts on one deep pass, they beat the Chiefs. 
Um, the injury, to me, the concern with him is more of a question than his ability to play. And if all those guys come back and they're healthier, they're, they're going to be a really good team. I do think we're fighting over one or two games in the standings. But if Garoppolo and then maybe Trey Lance plays the way he does, this team is the second second seed in the uh, in the West. Yeah. You guys have convinced me. I've changed my standings. Seahawks eight and nine. Niners nine and eight. Never really there liked Russell Wilson. Anyways, there we go. Like, good job, him. Will. Fuck him. Good job, boys. Um, Rams. I have them at ten now, and Tom, seven. Real fast, I want to ask you this. You were on. You went off on the Russell Wilson for MVP train last year. Are you going to be leading that campaign this year at I'm, eight and nine? John, honestly, I'm. I'm hoping that um, it, it doesn't come up again because that was just so fucking annoying. It was bad. It was bad. I mean, if they're 8-9, and nine, I don't think this shit comes up again, and I think we're more talking about where's Russell Wilson going. What? what yep. Where is Sierra flying a private jet to? And the New York Giants. Might be. Might be. Sean, I, I'm sure you're hoping for them to miss the playoffs at 8-9 and nine as well. Um, I've got the Rams at 10-7. and seven. The Ra- I think they're going to be a better team than their record. It's just this division is so rough. That's okay. fair. Yep, I have them winning 11, but... Yeah, it's not much of an argument there. No, not so, at all. So Rams... after, after we uh, go through our playoff teams, you want to talk about an AFC MVP and an NFC MVP? We could do that. Obviously, I picked our overall MVP, but I can give you an AFC NFC as well, Sean, if you're interested. Yeah, that's fine with me. All right, boys. Let's. Speaking of which, thank you, Will, for the segue. Let's go over our playoff teams. Will, go ahead. So I got the Seahawks at 7 the Saints at six, the Niners at five, the Cowboys at four, the Rams at three, the Bucks at two, and the Packers at one. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, John. I was just gonna say I'm gonna go Seattle, Atlanta, San Fran, Dallas, uh, Washington, uh, Tampa, and the Packers. I have Chicago Niners football team, Rams, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks. Nice. All right, boys. We basically, locks up. I have uh, my NFC Championship game. I have the Packers against the Rams, and the Packers win. Okay, so you got the Packers going to the Super Bowl. Go, Pack, go. Mm-hmm. I have the Packers losing to the Bucks. They're doing it again. The Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Super Bowl 56. Mm-hmm. I got Rams playing the Bucks and the Rams winning. Okay. And Matt Stafford is going to his first Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh my God! I just shed a tear. All right, boys. Yeah, that's a that's a good segue into my NFC MVP because I'm taking Matty S. All right. I guess we're starting with with um, MVP. So you're taking uh, you're taking Stafford. Matt Stafford. He was my overall MVP. So. Oh, Ooh, Sean loves when is. players change teams. I hope it comes down in flames for you. Um, okay, so Sean, he's your overall MVP. I guess he's your NFC MVP. So who's your AFC MVP? This should be easy. How can you go against Mahomes, especially with a better line? Let's go. Uh, I was going to take Zach Wilson. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So my... you, didn't, you, you didn't make Sam Darnold your NFC pick? Well, come on. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm going to go with Patrick Holmes. All right, so my NFC MVP is Dak Prescott. <laughs> Just wrote that one in there. Felt like I yep. threw a little bone for coming out, coming on with us. My AFC and overall MVP 
Patty Mahomes is going to remind everybody if they forgot who the man is. Yeah. Rookie of the year, boys. Who do we have? Offensive or defensive? Offensive. We're not doing defensive. I don't feel like thinking Off- about that. Offensive rookie of the year. I'm probably going to go with, and it's probably, a, I just feel like he's going to be good, Justin Fields. Will, I'm on the same page as you. If he leads the Bears to the playoffs like I think he's going to, he's going to win rookie of the year. Sean? Najee Harris for Pittsburgh. Oh, oh Alabama guy. God. Typical. Don't fucking break your arm jerking him off. Um, I right. mean, I call Josh Jacobs. Just saying. Sick, dude. Sick. Um, yeah, because you don't shout yourself <laughs> out at all. <laughs> Defensive player of the year, fellas. Defensive player of the year or defensive rookie of the year? We're not doing defensive rookie of the year, Will. Stop trying to make me think. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Defensive player of the year. I'm going to go with, and you know, maybe this is because that team's not very good, but I'm going to go with TJ Watt. Okay. Sean? I think Jalen Ramsey's going to have a hell of a year in L.A. All right. I'm going to go with Joey Bosa because the Chargers are making the playoffs this year. Nice. Coach of the year, final category before we get on to our Super Bowl. Will? I'm going to go with... No, I'm not going to go with that that piece of shit. Um, I'm going to go with, you know, and I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to go... I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Andy Reid. Okay. Sean? I got Ron Rivera for the NFC East Washington football team that's a nice pick honestly i might bet on that one just for the heartfelt side i think they're gonna have a pretty good year i'm gonna file that one away i have you're brandon, welcome i have brandon staley nice oh that's a good pick thank you thank that you is. boys I, I listen i think i kind of own this podcast no big deal you guys did a good job yourselves but i mean come on <laughs> records for the teams um picking picking guys that you wouldn't even think i knew their names i mean come on um Super Bowl. I have the Bucks Chiefs. Will. I have the Rams Chiefs. Sean. Same. All right, Will. Who is your Super Bowl Fifty Six? February thirteenth, I believe it's played on this year. Super Bowl Fifty Six. Is it being played at SoFi? In uh, I think it Los is. Angeles. I think it- yeah, I think it is. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they threw them a bone after building that monstrosity. With Vegas the following year, I think. Yeah. Yep, thank you. We'll worry about that next year, Sean. But thanks for that little nugget. Um, well, you know, <laughs> what I can do. All right, well, give us your Super Bowl 56 champion. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick okay. Mahomes doing it again. Sean? Agreed. This is boring, boys. I have the Kansas City Chiefs and my MVP winning the Super Bowl. I just can't see them losing two years in a row. I can't either, especially, you know, with that AFC. I think they, you know, outside of the Bills, I think they, it's an easy road to the uh, Super Bowl. Absolutely, man. Can't get easier. And the NFC is going to beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. That, that's sure. the thing. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the sixth seed one got to the NFC championship game. Yeah, it's it's going to be a great year. You guys got anything else to add? Daniel Jones sucks. There you go. Dak Prescott won't play eight games. Oh, wow. Whoa. All right. So If Dak Prescott doesn't play eight games, I'll then win $50 by week seven. We'll just make it 100. 
I, I do think the NFC East is going to be fun, though. Uh, I do, too. I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be three teams fighting, and I, I think the Eagles are trash, so it's going to be three teams fighting for the division. I will say this. As much as I hate the Cowboys, nothing will make me happier than if the Eagles win, like, three or four. I, I The level of hate I have for Philly. Like, so would, you, would you be surprised, even though it's seven games, that nine and eight wins our division this year? No. No, not at all. Because I don't think any team is spectacular. Agreed. Is that Tom, it? what do you want to see out of your Jets? I just want to see. I've been pounding the table. I, I just want to see a team that's together and you know continuity and, and just playing smart football. I, I just want to see Salah do a good job, fire the guys up, and, and just be able to look ahead into the future. That's all. I want to see Zach Wilson play well. I want to see Mackay Becton play well. I want to see our wide receivers, Elijah Moore. Denzel Mims, especially because those are homegrown guys, do well. I, I just do you, want to see. Uh, do you miss Adam Gase at all? No, honestly. <laughs> What's he do? Is he is he working at LaGuardia? Is he a no, he, he's a, he's an offensive coordinator for a high school football team. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. He basically does the same thing our cousin Brennan does. Exactly. <laughs> They're at the same level. He was coaching the fucking Jets last year. Well, Peyton Manning gave him a ringing endorsement, so I'm glad that worked. Him yeah. and Papa John's. He's sponsored by Papa John's. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Papa John. Jesus. I, don't even get me started with Papa John. He had to go to rehab <laughs> to stop saying the, the N-word. So <laughs> yeah, that not, took two years. It, as Joe Girardi would say, it's not what you want. No, it's not what you want. Anything else, boys? That's, That's it. it for me. All right, that wraps up the, uh, the football preview. If Anybody was wondering, we kept it under an hour 30, guys. I'm really proud of us. I like that. It was really well done. All right, fellas. Always a pleasure having me on. Well, it was great having you on, (laughs) man. Always a pleasure having me on. Always a pleasure. Yes, it was great having you on, Will. Everybody did a great job. Great job by me producing as well and getting the records in there for every team. Good job by me. Good job by you, Tom. Thank you. So why, why, you know, Sean's jerking off Damian Harris, you're jerking off yourself. Got it. Yeah, well, I'd rather do yeah, that. Yeah, he, he'll always say, like, really nice job, Sean. Great call. Where it's like, we spent probably four minutes total with you giving yourself props for picks and giving yeah. records and all that. So I think you mentioned you the, that, the word CEO five the, times. If you took that out of the pod, we would have been under an hour 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you want to talk about the Cowboys for another second, or are you going to get teary-eyed? Uh, no, I mean, I, I said all I had to say. I just, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just. Yeah, how about them Cowboys? That's the, all I the, Star, the Starry Sports Empire is actually launching a new podcast. It's going to be instant reaction with Will after every Cowboy. <laughs> no, Will will, will will won't even answer the phone after Cowboys <laughs> losses. I, the only thing I need. To, the only thing I have to ask is Jerry Jones. So how is he getting chunkier as he gets older? Like, what's going on? Is that Botox? What are we doing? Uh, because he eats his sausage, egg, and cheese, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese from McDonald's every morning, and he puts three pounds of salt on it. Mm. So, well, that, that sodium's really his body is really bloated. Listen, hey, good for him. When you usually get older, you get frail, but now he's get he's bulking up. He's bulking <laughs> Maybe up he'll play season. this year. That's true. He's got a long playoff run to go through. He's got to be healthy. Yeah, he's got he's got one game to watch. All right, he's got one game to watch. <laughs> I'm glad you're being realistic. All right, everybody, we'll be back soon. <laughs>